Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Mitch. And I'm Greg, and this is Side Note podcast where every episode we chat about life and what's stumping us right now. And then we research and splice in all the science and mind-blowing shiznit throughout so you are entertained while simultaneously learning. This week we're talking about pop stars, but actually we are going to be playing you a recording of our first ever live podcast from Just for Laughs in Montreal. We were so nervous, but you came out, you supported us, and we turned this podcast that happens in this dank little booth that we're in right now into a real thing on a stage. So the format was a little bit different. We actually started by telling stories about pop stars, and then Rachel would actually hit a buzzer and randomly ask us for side notes about science on the spot. So that was really interesting and nerve-wracking, but it worked out pretty well. And then we actually interview a comedian named Matteo Lane, who's a fellow gay man, so therefore innately is an expert in pop stars. And lastly, we did an actual a more formal debate this time and Mitch and I went head to head about who we thought was the best pop star of all time. Hey Just for Laughs little green monster why don't you roll the clip. Hi guys. Hello. Who loves Robin? Yeah. <laughs> Bam. We're going to do the Ellen and we're going to sit down and Oh. oh, I thought we were actually going to get back up. <laughs> so for those of, this is being recorded, so for those of you who are at home listening, we were just dancing perfectly in sync to that song. Yeah, we, we were flossing perfectly. Right? Flossing perfect. So this is the first ever Side Note Live podcast. We are so <laughs> nervous. Thank you for coming. <laughs> so I'm Greg. I'm Mitch. And I'm Rachel. And so our topic for today is going to be pop stars. Okay, so... so. We're going to start by telling some stories about our experience with pop stars. Then we have an awesome guest who's going to come up, Matteo Lane. He's hilarious. And we're also going to grill him on who he thinks the best pop stars are. And then we have a classic debate at the end of our podcast. So Greg and I are going to duke it out while Rachel hosts a debate between us. Yeah. And when I want to know more mind-blowing science, I'm going to bring this little buzzer. <laughs> and I'm going to say, give me some science, give me a side note. <laughs> so we're going to be put on the spot. We're really nervous because like, we do know a lot about science, but sometimes we forget it all. So yeah. we will see. We might be going to the audience and being like, please explain this. <laughs> okay, so to start, Mitch, what was the first album you ever bought? First album I ever bought? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I actually stole my first album um, from my sister, and it was Spice Girls. Okay. And I realized, like, it's my 
parents' own fault they didn't know I was gay. So like that's on them, like because that was a clear sign very early at age. Um, but I was obsessed with the Spice Girls. Like I think before that I only really liked like classical music for some reason. Oh, I, I grew up, she's like, a cultured piano. queen. And okay. then I wasn't really exposed to like much else. But then I remember like taking it from my sister's room and I would like put it in the CD player and just lay down, listen to every single track, memorize every single word, and I, and then we, I'd like go to my cousins and like make us reenact Viva Forever. Like you know the one where they're like all that is such a in the good video. Song. I see like, young people here, and you better know what Viva <laughs> you know Forever what? is. You all know it. Okay, yeah. So I just like I was so obsessed, and I like always wanted to be scared. Were your cousins girls, guys? Obviously, all girls. Yeah, the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I had guy ones, but I was like, girls. We're reenacting Spice. Okay, girls wait, right wait, now. wait, wait. Which Spice Girl were you? Can I guess? Yeah. Uh, I think you were Baby Spice. <laughs> that's so rude. That's not rude. No, no, wait, no. no. That's not rude Why because you, you follow the rules. Like in Spice World, she's like, girls. We can't do that. <laughs> we gotta follow the rules. <laughs> no, I, I want to be baby sca- spice. No, I want it to be scary spice. Oh, that's cute. But maybe You're because I like <laughs> that would like bring out my inner like extrovert because I was so introverted. I had like internalized homophobia and wanted to appear masculine, so I was always sporty spice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, I'm definitely the sporty one for no, sure. You, you were you're Jerry for sure. You're like you got <laughs> the, the orange beard. You like, definitely, definitely would have out early. Yeah, you, know, you were like I'm in my over own this. thing. Okay. Well, what was your first album then? Um, okay. So I signed, I've strategically bought my first album as To Not Come Out. So I would say that my first album was Britney Spears, but to I... To Not <laughs> Come Out? No, 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 because I simultaneously bought the album uh, by the band Korn. <laughs> K-O backwards R-N. So I like, Freak on a Leash, that was the album. So I went, I remember I went to, I went to Best Buy and I bought the Korn album and I like put it on top of the Britney Spears album, like stuck it together and handed it to the cashier. I was like, I'll get one Korn album, please. <laughs> yeah, right. And then when he like peeled it apart, he was like, Eddie, you went. I'm like, I don't know how that got there. Great. Can you Spears. name a single member of the band Korn? Um, Jared Carmichael. <laughs> That's not true. I don't know. No, okay. I don't so know any of their Did names. you ever listen to it even? I listened to the Korn album. It was really loud. I listened to it a lot when my friends came over. Song number 11 was great. I just, what? I okay. what was song number 11? Okay, I think it was called Red Chair. <laughs> oh, oh, Red Chair. Okay, I listened to only the Britney Chair. Spears album, but the people at Best Buy thought I was bi. Okay. <laughs> um, but also with Britney Spears, one thing I do really remember is I remember, just, I don't know, people might be too young, but in Canada, there's something called Hit List. It was like when we were growing up, it was when before YouTube, you had to stay up to watch music videos. And I remember I would sit there with my dad because Britney Spears, Oops, I Did It Again, was always going to be number one. And I would like literally like start to sweat in anticipation knowing that this video was going to start. I would start to like salivate. There's even like a bell at the beginning. It's like Pablo's <laughs> oh, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd be yeah, like, yeah. and I remember I would always like sit there. Oh, Greg. Time for a side note. <laughs> Wait. So. Um, I want to hear more information about Pavlov's dog. Pavlov's oh, dog. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You know. Okay, you okay. Know. Pavlov's dog. I do know about Pavlov's dog. So Pavlov was a dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a golden retriever. No, that is not true. Pavlov was a person, a psychologist. I'm picturing, like, late 1800s. I'm needing help here. I don't know the date. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Early on, like, in that his experiments were for sure problematic, and these dogs were definitely her. (laughs) But what he realized was that, like, dogs would start to salivate when researchers came in with lab coats. I remember reading that because they would know the researchers were going to be giving them food. So what he started to do was ring a bell every time a dog was given food. So it's like a neural stimulus that then created a physiological stimulus. So then anytime he rang a bell, these dogs would then salivate. And that is, what is it? 
conditioning, classical conditioning. conditioning, And I do know something about classical conditioning, which is cool, which is that when people do drugs, for example, like heroin, they usually do it in the same place. So they do it in their home, usually in a part of like, I don't know, let's say they do it in their home. I'm not not saying they usually do heroin in their home. (laughs) Like, just in case you're wondering. (laughs) People usually do heroin in the same place. Oh my God. What is going off the rails? (laughs) I don't know what's happening. I swear to God, this is a cool study. (laughs) So people usually do heroin in the same place and their bodies physiologically prepare. Their heart will start to slow down for the drugs. That overdoses mostly happen when you do drugs outside of where you usually do them. And they studied it on mice. They gave them drugs in the same place, classical conditioning, but if they gave them the drugs outside, sorry, mice, they end up having overdoses. Okay, that's a cool study. Wow. That's related. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think I did it. I think All I did right. it. Yeah, yeah, Thank you, Greg. Good, good, good sign up. You knew that, like, really well. Ooh. Oh, my. <laughs> I was really panicked, though, at first. I was like, what does Pavlov... Pavlov is a person, right? Yeah. Like, it's not the dog. No, fair. Is that the name of the dog? Okay. Brittany, 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 do you remember the best concert experience that we've ever had? It involves Britney Spears. That's the only time we saw Oh, her. like the time we went and saw Britney Spears. Yes. 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 Okay. <laughs> Britney Spears in concert was a phenomenon. <laughs> we all know that she went through some stuff in her life, right? <laughs> like, she had some hard times. We were always there to support her. Also, but... it was a Nicki Minaj and Britney Spears concert, but to this day, you're convinced Nicki Minaj was wasn't not there. there. Yeah. But then <laughs> I realized, like, like, it was yeah. half Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I have a really bad memory, but Nicki Minaj definitely was there for, like, the finale. And then for some reason, I'm like, she didn't perform any other It was moment. half her... Uh, like, it was her concert. Anyway, so, <laughs> Britney Spears were, like, so obsessed. She is on stage, and, you know, like, she used to be, like, a phenomenal dancer, but, like, she's kind of maybe, like, lost a little bit, but every time... Oh. I don't... No shade. Like, you know, everyone loses it at some point. Um, and I just remember, like, she would, like, do the most basic choreography. She'd be like, one, two. Just to, like, sync with the backup dancers, and we'd be like, oh, my God, she's doing so good. <laughs> we would, like, hold each other's hand and be like, yeah. Brittany, we're we'd so like, she proud. She'd her hair on the beat. Yeah. <laughs> so and we she were, like, would, she, when she was close to us, we're like, she's not even mouthing. Yeah, like, like, there one, were moments two. where I was like, I think she's <laughs> counting in her head. Yeah, but that was a joke I think we kind of made. We had a little bit too much to drink that night. It was yeah. fun. But, but the moment. Yeah, so yeah. at the end of the concert, like Nicki Minaj, we talked about okay, this a lot Nicki Minaj comes out and is like, does her rap during Till the World Ends. Yeah, which, she is a Nicki Minaj chicken fry. Okay. That's one of her Great ones. song, great version. of Till the World Ends, one of the best songs of all time. And Nicki Minaj is obviously like taking the attention at this moment so Britney can like get ready. And then Till the World Ends gets to this part where it goes quiet, like, oh, uh, uh, uh. You all know this part? Um, yes. And then... Just at the climax, like wings shoot out of Britney Spears and fireworks fly out, and she flies into the air like literal god. Okay, wait, 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 wait. They don't fly out of Britney Spears. They oh, well, fly like, out it's of the meant to look that like she's standing. Okay, yeah, yeah she's yeah, not yeah, an yeah, actual yeah, they didn't, angel. Like, surgically implant, like yeah. <laughs> There's fireworks everywhere. She's like flying into the sky, and we're like screaming and crying. We, and, okay, we were also screaming and crying. It was the best like moment. But if you looked, she was like in this caged thing, and she was holding on and looked horrible. She was holding on. <laughs> She was so scared. For, like like she was not mouthing at this <laughs> point, too. She was just like, oh my God, like shaking, and everyone was like, ah! Like, but it was amazing. It was so good. Such, yeah. Like, we had full chills. Yeah, it was full, so like, I good. Couldn't, I felt I, it was like a spiritual. <laughs> yeah, like, uh oh. Spirit. Spiritual. Okay. <laughs> so, for this side note, I think I want to know more about music chills. Oh, oh, a video on that. Okay, so what happens when you get like mu- mm. chills from music? Okay, do you guys know, like, you get like, 
cold chills sometimes, right? So like you have, adrenaline stimulates a muscle in like all your hair. So when you're cold, it stimulates adrenaline. If you're really scared, it stimulates adrenaline, which is like a weird trait that humans don't need. But like cats, as an example, like when they get scared, like puff up really big. So that's like the same thing that happens in humans. But there's something Wait, about- Because like they're, because they're, their like they hair need to like, up? yeah, their hair sticks up, so they need to scare their predators away, so they look like so much bigger. But uh, in humans, for music, it has something to do with like music stimulate. Like sometimes music gets really loud, sometimes it goes really fast, and so it's something you're not anticipating. And as a result, it's almost like your body is in fight or flight. It's scared, and as a result, your hair sticks up and you get chills. And that's like they don't fully understand it, but that's like the essence of music chills, I think. So it's linked, like you're getting fright. Were we frightened? By I guess you're scared. Yeah, we're technically we're just scared of Britney Spears. That's why we got <laughs> such she's chills. She's gonna fall. Yeah, you're like, oh my god. Yeah, we were actually just concerned for her genuine. I actually think I read one time that not everyone gets music chills. Like oh. maybe not all of wow. you do, and that cool. people who do might have more like auditory uh, fibers in their brain oh. linking to their auditory Wait, cortex. people who do, and people, people who don't who do are the dead special inside. Ones. Yeah, that is, that was the analysis of that study. <laughs> dead inside. <laughs> oh, the old dead inside study. Oh, oh yeah, my gosh, yeah. that's classic. exciting. <laughs> oh my god, you're but, dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we. I've only talked about Britney Spears. Or yeah, no, okay. Yeah. Well, we've had like so many other like gay queen icons that we've loved through our lives, right? Like we went yeah. so obsessed with pop yeah. stars through our whole lives. We went through a very Lady Gaga. Phase. Yes, Lady Gaga. There was like we love Robin, who we came out to. Like I remember with Lady Gaga, I was convinced. I, w I wanted I wanted to get a tattoo. Like I wanted I was convinced Where that she and what? like like forehead <laughs> anywhere. Like I was convinced. <laughs> and I also once said to my friend Ali Polinas, and like that like Alejandro had just come out, I was like, I would kill you to spend ten minutes with Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> and I, that guy was just like obviously overly excited, but she brings it up a lot. Like when, she's like, like like just in rant, she's like, just so you remember that time when you would have self sacrificed me for like for some random girl that you don't even like anymore. Not that you don't like okay, her now. Okay, that's this the is, thing. We don't like. We fell off the band. Well, I, I honestly, yeah, we would like, we would like learn her dances. We'd wait till the minute her music videos came out and like force. Like one time we were at some like rehearsal for something and it was going late and we were like, Lady Gaga's new telephone video is coming out, so like this rehearsal has to end. And we like got everyone around a computer and like watched it. And we were convinced that they were just being like doing it on purpose. Like a also, power do trip. you remember when we were watching hockey with your family? <laughs> We were watching hockey with Mitch's family, and they. We were like, "This, we is, were like, this boring. is boring." And we went into the basement, and we learned the mons. What was it? What, what telephone dance? Oh yeah, yeah. And we were like, I remember like thinking like your poor family was probably like, "What are they doing?" <laughs> and we were also like, we weren't even having fun. I was like, "Mitch, you're not hitting the seven. <laughs> like we weren't like one, two. Yeah, one, like I was two. like, we just ended up fighting. Like I mean, we got somewhere. No, but we, we used to dance. do. Okay, we used to do something that was like really disturbing. And I look back now, and I'm like, why did I do this? We would like go to bars when we were in university. Like Bad Romance was like top of the charts. And we would like do all the choreography in the bar, but like force everyone to watch us. <laughs> Like make a circle, and then there's like at the climax, the bridge of that song, she like dances on the ground. So like in this disgusting bar, we literally like get on the ground, laying down, like foot up, foot up, and like like literal mud on my shoulder. I remember I'd be like, 
I'd wake up and I would look at my like clothes and shorts. They'd be covered in dirt. I'd be like, oh, I did the bad romance dance last night. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what possessed us to do that. Like something is wrong with us. Well, no, I think it, <laughs> we were just trying to put on a show. But you're right. Like nowadays, I don't really feel like I, I did. I actually went traveling in Colombia and I did have enough to drink that I did it like a year ago. No. <laughs> yeah, 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 I did. I did. I did. I could not. It still works. There was a circle. Oh, everyone <laughs> yeah. was like, wow, he knows the dance. Because like, everyone kind of knows. Like, you remember this part? Like, oh, like the hands, right? Everyone yeah, knows yeah, that. Everyone part, knows that part. You would right. know, <laughs> right? You all memorized it. We're gonna do that at the end of the show. But Lady Gaga, like, it's interesting because, like, even in our like friend group, like, it's the, the there's something interesting about gay men and pop stars, and that there's a passion behind it that is just I don't know. But in our especially friend group, like female pop stars, yes, 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 yes. And like in our like Lady Gaga's like contentious because like after the Fame Monster, we kind of like I thought she was gonna like be like Bjork and like literally be mysterious forever and be so cool forever. <laughs> just but then it's like, like art. She sang millions. But like, then it was like art yeah. pop. Then it was like. art pop, yeah. <laughs> so art pop is a great example. A lot of our friends stayed with her for that, but because we jumped off the bandwagon, like we had like like full-on fights with friends where it was, they were like, you left her and now you don't. Like, it was a little, like... It's kind of like politics like, where you're not time. supposed to talk about it. Like, we've had our stage where we're actually just, like, we can't bring up, like, our opinions on Lady Gaga. I, but I'm always there for her. Like, yeah. I want yeah, her to yeah, come yeah. around and be the best pop star of all time again, but she's just got to prove it to me again. Well, and also, recently, so recently we sponsored to have, like, a Syrian newcomer come to Canada, and we picked him up. It was on just on Wednesday, and we were, <laughs> we had, like, it's obviously, like, a really intense thing. We were so nervous to meet him, and we were getting in the car. He is also gay was part of like the application and how it worked and we were in the car and you know trying to make conversation his English was pretty good and we like we were panicking and we didn't know what to say and then we were just like do you like music and he was like Lady Gaga Beyonce Rihanna and, we were just like, oh, yeah. and then it was like it was beautiful the it was like, like magic it was just like what's your favorite song and it uh -huh. was like and oh, even like to this connected. day yeah. like hanging out with him like even on Saturday I was like okay well, Lady Gaga and then yeah we, just, like, we always off. talk like is there like, is our gay men connected genetically through, like, this he love is far for away. pop stars? Like, could, and like that. Ah. Are gay <laughs> men connected <laughs> genetically connected. to female pop stars? <laughs> Age-old question. I don't know about the... Wait, what well, we done? Maybe not connected to music. Why don't we... Well, we did one on the gay gene. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, so which one, one of you guys No, you do it. it. You do it. You haven't done one. You oh, do. my Can God. I'm so gaging? not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> no, you probably ah. wrote that. <laughs> Rachel writes most of our videos now, yeah. so I think you... I mean, Queen. I think we wrote this one together. Right? Can, you can do it. You can do it. Okay, so if you are gay, it's more likely than the average population that you also have a gay sibling. And you can see that even in twins. So if they're a pair of lesbian twins, it's more likely that they are identical twins than fraternal twins, proving that genetic Some link. Sort of yeah, genetic there is link. a genetic link, yeah. Yeah, but it turns out that recent research says that you might all have a gay gene. <gasps> Yeah, but <laughs> everyone does. Yeah, everyone does have a gay gene. But it might you. not be turned on. Uh, so I forget. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what the term is. It's, it? it's uh, epigenetics. Is epigenetics. what and methylation. Yeah, yeah, methylation. So it can turn that gene on through environmental factors. So you could have. Um, I could have a baby, and that baby's a little straight baby. And then I could have another baby. I want to have a big old family, 10. And the next baby comes out, and that baby's more likely to be gay than the first baby, which is really, really interesting. So people who are queer often will have an older sibling, which is we yeah, true we for you guys. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, so obviously queer families have kids, but they have less kids than straight families, so how is this passed on? So there's actually this thing called the gay uncle hypothesis, the 
The Gunkle. The Gunkle. We're we're both Gunkles now. (laughs) Like, actually. (laughs) So the idea that, you know, if you have a family member who can provide more care, you'll have more kids, and also they'll be better cared for. So it's not just survival of the fittest, but survival of the fittest fam. Yeah, yes. that's exactly how we ended the video. Yeah, you <laughs> know. Um, yeah, so like gay uncles are just like saving the world. Yeah, really. and there were also studies that found that gay men are more altruistic, compassionate, and emotional. Just throwing that in okay. there. You would die to have a gay son. <laughs> okay. okay, so speaking of being gay, being genetic, <laughs> we are going to be, st- and, and pop stars, I guess we don't really know if pop stars. Like, there, no, there, there's no study. study. Maybe we will do one one day. Maybe we'll get the funding for that study yeah, in the future. Yeah, this. Yeah, okay. But we are going to have a gay man come up here, a gay male comedian. <laughs> That's why you're here. You're gay. He's hilarious. <laughs> and we're literally just, because usually at this point we have an expert on, and seeing as he's a gay man, he is an expert in pop, pop stars, stars, as we have so just yeah. said. Why so, don't we give a round of applause and invite Taylor up to the stage. <laughs> I'm giving you a standing up. Oh, wow. He hasn't even said anything yet. Like, I believe there's a mic. Oh, it's, I, I didn't even stand for you. I'm so You an older brother? <laughs> See? Oh, no. so every, yeah, Wait, everyone in my hey is girl, everyone in your uh, family gay? <laughs> I know. Well, the thing is, we also think it's genetic because, like, my my mom is Italian Mexican and my dad's just like Irish and white. And the <laughs> my grand so my grandma. All right, here's the quick backstory. My grandma had <laughs> my grandma had five kids with this Mexican guy, right? And then he had another family with three kids and named them all the same name so he didn't confuse the kids. Wait, what? what? <laughs> So he was also like a, like a like a hit guy in the mob. So um, my grandma, <laughs> my grandma divorced him and podcast. then remarried a Sicilian. So my grandma had five kids with the Mexican, two with a Sicilian, right? So my mom is of the Mexican Italian. So three out of the five boys from that side are gay, and then no. everyone else on the Sicilian side is completely straight. And my aunt Cindy thinks that his brother, uh, my my real grandfather's brother, was gay because it was like the 1950s. But he had like a hair salon. He was beat up in high school. Like, you know, don't awe him. Um, he did regional theater, and so we're like gay, you know. Um, but that's all we we can only stereotype. You know what I mean? That's all we have right. to work with. So. But I mean, it is probably true, as you have just heard. It is genetics. So. I mean, I would think so. You know what I mean? It's just it's so. But my mother, I, I guess my mom and my aunts, because I grew up in the same block as my first 22 cousins. So I think my mom. And ants just assume all boys loved Barbies. Like, I guess that's what boys do, you know? It's just normal. Yeah, and we used to play the Little Mermaid together, and it was my that's cousin nice. Michael's the only straight one. So we were all little. There's a lot of girls in my family. So we're like, all right, we're all mermaids, Mike. You're Scuttle and Ursula and Prince Eric. And, like, <laughs> and we all got to be mermaids. <laughs> that's that's amazing. amazing. Well, okay. okay. Do you, I was going to ask, like, so do you think that they're, like, have you always loved pop stars? I know you have, like, an opera background. Is that right? Yeah, I was going to ask, because of your opera background, did you ever, like, look down on pop stars because you were, like, bougie? And, like, no, 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 no. I loved, I love Mariah Carey, but I mean, I also have problems with her. But um, <laughs> I, the thing is, is like, I think as you guys are talking about it, I think it might be more of like a representational thing. I mean, I think gay men a lot of time, not to be, I'm a comedian here, I'm not being funny, but like, no, do it. It's an intellectual think, podcast well, as well. It, yes, uh, that's Liza. But um, I think there's something about not seeing yourself represented, and a lot of these pop stars, these women that we 
fawn over tend to share a lot of masculine and feminine qualities, which I think gay men often associate with. I mean, wow. we kind of have our foot in both worlds, you know? And so we're always being, I mean, I'm stereotyping, but generically, or generically, you know, we're always saying, like generalizing that we're always picked on for being effeminate. And so because it was, these women sort of carried both of those things, I think we could almost mimic it. We could see ourselves in these women. I mean, that's why like Liza and Cher and, I mean, essentially, yeah. they're women in drag, you know? They're kind of mimicking female culture, and they're sort of, they're making it more than it really is. I mean, no woman actually wears what fucking Lady Gaga wears. You know, <laughs> she's like in a fucking cinnamon roll, and it's like, what? You know, but there's something about that exaggeration that I think gays are attracted to because it's like, and also, too, you grow up as an outsider. Anything else that feels outside of the mold, I think we sort of cling to because you're like, oh, well, they made it. And you subconsciously, or very hyperly aware, know like, oh, that I must relate to that. I think it changes now. I mean, when I was in eighth grade, I don't even know how old you guys are. How old are you? Twenty. Work. So <laughs> I'm not twenty. I'm thirty. So yeah, I'm thirty-two. So when we were younger, I mean, there wasn't Tyler Oakley, there wasn't Glee, there wasn't, you know, I, I make a joke. I'm like the only gay person I saw on TV was C3PO. So you know, <laughs> that was it. So like, you know, you're kind of out to fend for yourselves, you know, like, and now kids, like, if I just had some when I was five to be like this is what you are and you know I think I could have I would have managed better in life but I was like in eighth grade and like horrified I was fear based I also Catholic I'm going to hell and everyone's calling me a faggot and I'm like hiding music I like and it just really <laughs> puts you through it so I think now maybe it's less of that but at least at my time like I, I used to look at Madonna and and like when she was a ray of light and I was like, I love it, you know, because it just was kind of otherworldly and I felt maybe I, I was more in that camp than I was in the like, you know, uh, Hollister, you know. <laughs> Hollister, hey. yeah, what a yeah. straight, what straight so culture much. to you? Hollister at Hollister, that time? Yeah. Yeah. Hollister. <laughs> at least it was in Chicago, that's where I'm from. <laughs> that's kind of what it was. But So you say that your number one is Mariah Carey. But well, my number one of all time is Maria Callas, and then number two is Barbara Streisand. But Barbara's like kind of like in this weird world of like pop and Broadway. Who's, okay. But my pop, my, my guilty pleasure, my number one, I know all her music, I own everything, is Mariah Carey. Okay, okay. It's Mariah. Like, is Mariah Callas is Mariah Carey's real name is what I thought. Who's Mariah? <laughs> Do you know who Maria Callas is? No. no. So, oh, uh, no. <laughs> okay, Ostracized. we're going to leave and you're going to host okay. the rest. <laughs> okay, work. All right, yeah. So, but I, I have like this weird obsession with Mariah. Her fans hate me so much because I've made so many jokes about her on Twitter. But, but you know, she's, there's nothing more interesting she hates. There's a Mariah fan leaving right now. <laughs> um, but, there's literally nothing more incriminating I could say about her than she says for herself. But okay, so I also will defend her to the end of time. Okay, you have an interesting relationship with Mariah. I love a hate relationship with Mariah, yeah. Um, we saw you perform last night. He was doing like a Barbara Streisand show. That was amazing. So good. It was like Trust a... me. Everyone's like, could you drag? I'm like, no. I'm <laughs> but awful. It was like I'm so Barbara Streisand mixed with comedy. It was, it was so Yeah, what, what made you want to do that kind of thing? Because that's what she did. Before yeah. she was famous, She in the early 60s, she opened for Phyllis Diller. So I hope people know Phyllis Diller. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> learn. Um... <laughs> But she, look at how bored he is with the hat on. Um, but just front row, watching his friend text. I'm like, you guys couldn't look any more bored. Um, if you're going to be in the front row, be like, discreet. So uh, that's one thing Grinder teaches you, discreet. Um, 
Yeah, but she was in the early 60s. I mean, she was like 19 and like wore like weird clothing and had long fingernails and like spoke different languages on stage and was funny and giggled at herself and sang weird music. So she was like a comedian mixed with a singer at the kinda, time. Kind of, yeah. They called her, I mean, in the, you know, the late early 60s, it was like, she's zany. Like that was in the, but people thought that, like, they thought she was from Turkey. They called her, like, the zany. Uh-huh. She was really super, she was super weird. I know. People were like, she's zany. What is she? And then she would, like, go on TV shows, and she would be, like, you know, she she used to carry a cot around New York. She was so poor. A cot? She, a like cot. A like mattress? A, yeah. She had six apartments she could stay in. So each night she'd stay in a different place because she didn't have enough money to actually pay for rent. So she would st- take the cot around with her, and then every night stay at a new place so that she could go make her rounds and like go, you know, as a singer and da da. She only entered a singing competition because she it was free food at the end of the competition. Oh my gosh! It was at a gay bar. And called now the she Lion. has like a mall in her basement, right? Yeah. Is that no. true? What? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, she has, she has a full a mall? functioning she mall. She built like a yeah. fake mall for, for her dolls. Her? It's really creepy. For her yeah. dogs. For dolls. Oh, but dolls. she did clone her dog. What? She is zany. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty zany. I know. Okay, so this is an interesting question in that, like, which pop star would you want to be your neighbor? Oh, good question. Um, they have to sing for you. You don't have to like them, but they have to, you know, look after pop, your Maybe dog. like Adele. I mean, she seems yeah. pretty good, chill, so. low-key. You know what I mean? Um, maybe Patti LaBelle. Oh, yeah. I love... <laughs> Patti LaBelle oh, is... Yeah. Patty LaBelle is a national treasure. I mean, first of all, she still can sing. That's number one. She's sti- and she sounds so good, and she cooks, and she's fun, and like she's like. Oh, and she, she cooks. What do you, you not know any? What gay are you? Are, <laughs> you know anything about Patty Wait, LaBelle? Does she have like a cooking show? Yes, she has a cooking show. Wait, she has what? cookbook. Oh, I mean, she sorry. yes, Patty. LaBelle, hello, Patty LaBelle pies. <laughs> Don't you know about Patty LaBelle pies? No, like British pies, sweet pies. Who are you? <laughs> Do you you, know lit- you missed the whole that Patty, Patty, these pies, Patty. You missed the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so. Do you guys sorry know what I'm talking lame. about? All right, four of there's you. There's some nods. There's some nods. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. 
Elizabeth is smart. I can't believe that. <laughs> Patty so the Bell's an amazing we cook. I know that I'm supposed to say she's amazing, and I know when she comes out at award shows and I'm around people, I'm like, she's amazing. I <laughs> saw her sing at an award show. It was at Divas Live, so it was like Mariah. And, by the way, JoJo was amazing. She would not JoJo believe She was so yeah. cool when I interviewed her. JoJo um, didn't. Shaka Khan was great. She just walked by me. Her people did not. I kept trying to get people to like talk to me on the red carpet, and because like if you have like I kept saying like doesn't so and so want to talk to the gays, and then they're like oh shit we got you know so. <laughs> And, but I tried it with um, Shaka Khan, right? So I was like, doesn't Shaka want to talk to the gays? And her handler goes, no. And I was like, ugh. You know, but then Shaka walked by, and I go, hey, Shaka. She goes, hey, baby. And then she kept walking. I was okay. like, I love you. Um, she's cool. I like Shaka Khan. You mean because you're holding, like, the logo TV thing? That's how you, that's what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I'll use smart. it. And most of the handlers are gay, so I'm like, mm-hmm, you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but, but Patty came out. I swear to you, and Patty's saying... People who could not see or walk could see and walk after her performance. I mean, she was amazing. She's amazing. She that to me is we we've met, everything today is about the producer. It's about selling money. It's about a beat. Everyone's auto tuned. There's a million like different. I mean, nothing is genuine anymore. It's so hard to find music that's like real anymore. Storytelling, like authenticity. You know. So Patty's like a rare breed. And is she not Broadway? Like, does she not perform on Broadway now? Am I Are me? you thinking of Patty Lapone? Don't. I'm, I am. I am. I am. We'll edit this out. We'll Bye. edit this out. We'll edit this out. Thanks for coming. I love Patty Lapone too. She's like throwing cell phones at the people. The way you and just stuff. looked at me, I was like, oh my god. I'm I cannot. Die. I'm so <laughs> ashamed like, of you. I'm, like, I'm fired. I just got fired from Logo. <laughs> well, that's fine. Uh, well, have you, okay, because we kind of talked about how we, like our love for Lady Gaga's example was like at a peak and kind of came down. Is there any pop stars well, that you Well, I like, also love? thought about that, but that's very telling. That means that if you love someone because you're told to love them and hate them because you're told to hate them. I mean, that it's, we're weak. It, not weak, but just like we're, we, as a people, are very reactive. Yeah, like we're yeah. just like, oh, never mind. It's like, well, but I you, want you, to love her. I love Lady. Here's the thing about I Lady. I still love her. I just didn't like her most recent albums. I thought she was gonna be like Bjork and stay weird. That's what happened to me. Here's I the thing. Like I mean, Lady Gaga, at the end of the day, is just an Italian girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? She really. She's I think she says that in every interview. <laughs> um, here's what the fast. This in any kind of art form. The thing is, you're always going to get one artist that flares really big, changes the way we look at art, changes the way we look. I mean, honestly, if you look at music, it's wildly changed since Lady Gaga because she came out and yes she was pulling from a lot of different references but sometimes you have to look back to move forward and even like with painting right it's like when you start impressionism you can't keep that going forever so maybe at that time maybe Van Gogh was just meant for that time you know I think Lady Gaga is someone who's talented enough that she'll be able to last she'll have a career forever you know what I mean (laughs) she's also the first to like speak of gay people I've never ever heard my entire I mean every blue moon like a, a, a pop star will be like I do appreciate my gay fans. But, you know, like, Gaga was the first to go to an award like show in front proud. of Eminem, who has been all speaking, you know, it's seemingly yeah. that he doesn't yeah. like gays. No, lyrics, he performed yeah. with Elton John once. I'm like, grow yeah, up. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's like when the Oscars hand an Oscar to a black person. Like, see, no more racism. It's like, <laughs> it's not how that works. But, um, you know, she held the award and said, this is for the gays. I'll never forget seeing that because, you know, forever we're the butt of the joke. Forever we're disregarded. Forever we're, you know, and it's like it was the first person to say, who was just on the nose, thank you. 
And it was like, yeah, like that's that's bad. So even the Born This Way song, I remember we were like, we didn't like love that song at the time. But oh, then I still think back, the, I think the song's trash. Yeah, but, but, but the saying, message is great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 The message that, is great. Like it felt contrived, but looking back, I'm like, it was really important. Yeah, and I think I think she actually genuinely meant it too. I think oh, she's like, 100%. I'm putting this into a song because I think it's important. Everything about it. it's great, but the actual I don't just the song yeah, it was like, just like that a weird. Song. It was kind of like yeah, it was like but she wasn't done. But she also did something cool where it's like when I I remember first looking at her, I'm like, oh, it's all looks. Oh, it's all that. And then she came out on, she did a, like American Idol and it, she played the piano and sang. I was like, yeah. oh, this bitch is she so is really This talented. is the real yeah, fucking yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's not playing around. So someone with that much talent, they'll last. But I mean, I don't know. I saw her on her last tour and she was really good and um, going to Yeah, Vegas. we've still gone to her shows and stuff. Like, yeah, we still, we still she go. honestly, and I mean, she did the Super Bowl and the stuff. The Joanne's like, album got got the moms when we oh, went to the yeah. newest Lady Gaga concert it was a completely different crowd like she like, was reached, in the period yeah, previous it wasn't so. a bunch of like white gays going crazy it was literally like ants yeah. it was a fun <laughs> it was a fun time for that I was like oh my god ants I, I do think the life of a pop star like we're not gonna see Mariah's Whitney's Celine's Madonna's Janet that it just that doesn't exist anymore because people aren't interested in longevity. They're not interested in investing. Yeah, they want now. Everybody wants internet. right now. So it's like it's this weird thing, and it's like all these pop stars are doing every like. I think of all the pop stars have a clothing line, a perfume line. That's the way to make money and survive because people don't buy music anymore. You just listen to it for free, and people have to tour, and you know it's all about the production. And and so that's why when you go back and watch Whitney Houston, you're like, oh, I can't even believe somebody sounded. I can't believe there was a time that this was the this was the standard of the voice. You know what I mean? So to put you on the spot, is there anyone right now who you think is sort of doing that, like? You, you've talked a lot about like, are there any pop stars right now that you're? Are you the type of person who's always on the know for like what's happening right no. now? No. Oh God, no. I listen to like Maria Barbara and Maria Callas. I'm like, I'm an old. That's I'm in my early hundreds. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I could give but a in shit. But on the top of your head, is there anyone recently that you're kind of like? Oh. That's as good as like Mariah or like, Whitney like, was. Do you mean vocally, like, Greg, or do you mean people, like? Maybe. I think I wish Jennifer Hudson was still. <gasps> I wish she was more popular. My I mean, babe. she's super. You know, she won an Oscar. No sad song for her. But you know. Um, yeah. we, we have a story about Jennifer Hudson because when you were talking about how people could see and walk after the performance, who was it? Patti LaBelle. Patti LaBelle. Not Patti LaPone. <laughs> I cannot I believe you don't know kidding. Patti LaBelle. Mateo, I was, it was a bad joke. It was Say a really bad joke. <laughs> but we, we went and saw Jennifer Hudson at Casino Rama in, in Niagara, Niagara Falls. Falls. We like, we Interesting kid. Yeah, yeah. We were like, why is she It actually here? looked like this. It kind of looked, you know, like a like meeting room at like a Like we're about to, like we're, it's in between bar mitzvahs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and it was also like clearly a dinner and a show for a lot of older like people. Like who maybe just got like tickets like, in Niagara Falls and yeah. was like, oh, we're going to dinner and then we're going to see. The average age was like 65, and we were like, this is so awkward. Everyone was white. Like, I don't know if they knew who was who she was. Who, whoever her manager must have was. was like, uh, mm, she got voted out seventh unfairly from American Idol. Yeah. Had the best mean, career, though. Remember she sang Circle of Life? Yeah. yeah. Was, I still oh, have that. Oh, my life. God. And after <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, oh my God. And I have nothing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Fantasia was good, but, but not like as good Jay as Jennifer was. Also, it. after the circle of life, stay to the end because it cuts to the audience, and there's two people with their mouths like, dropped and they're. Staring but to be fair, so funny. those American Idol audiences fickle as fuck. I mean, they would 
they'll stand for anybody or cry for anybody. Like, grow up. I mean, I mean, Sinjaya was still having posters like, <laughs> we love you. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't love Sinjaya. I, Sinjaya, okay, do you guys remember Sinjaya? Oh, look at this group. All right, it was a, he was a shitty, shitty American Idol contestant. And just, I mean, I guess we're, I guess we're supposed to pretend he was straight. But um, he and eventually did like, you know, celebrities in a jungle or something. But, um, or whatever that CBS show was like. They, <laughs> they put know. celebrities yeah. in a jungle. Survivor, and then, but yeah, yeah, but it wasn't Survivor. Anyway, so he, the Howard Stern show, oh, I love Howard, big Howard Stern fan. They kept him on American Idol because they were like, vote for Sinjaya. So really? every week, Sinjaya kept moving up and up. And I was like, it's so oh funny because you listen to Howard Stern back then. They're like, did everyone vote for Sinjaya? We're ke- he's number four. You know what I mean? And American Idol was like nervous. They're like, we can't let this Sinjaya win. I love that Howard Stern like fucked up the voting system. He's like, Sinjaya. Like, oh. it was so funny because it was like, you know, you had all these great singers and then all Sinjaya is still there. And Simon Cowell was like, I hate you. You're the worst. I think you're awful. You're terrible. Audience still like booing. Move to the next week. I mean, it was a sad day when he had to go home. I'm sure the producer's like, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I think our last question is going to be, which song, it's like quintessential, it's like we're, we're about to start dating you. What song would you take on an island? One song. Oh, I get one song. One, one song, song. And one. forever. You and the palm tree, coconuts, and the song. Hey, you need a CD player or something too, right? A CD yeah, player? CD Why player. did I or, say that? <laughs> or Spotify with one song. Yeah. <laughs> he died. I don't, I don't all the know. Listeners. I'm going through Mariah. So would it be Mariah? We can help you. Would it be Mariah? I don't know. That's a hard question. You know what? It would probably be a Christmas song. <laughs> I love they're Christmas good all year music. Round. Yeah, yeah not, and that would be helpful. I'm not even religious, but I love Christmas music. Uh, maybe like She's Mariah like the Car- queen of Christmas music. Oh, she just started putting up her Christmas tree last week. Um, <laughs> Um, Would you do quintessential that Mariah Carey one or another Christmas? You know song? what? This is gonna sound so cheesy, but her version of the first Noel is my fa- one of my favorite songs to wow. listen to. I love that song. That's beautiful. That's Christian. Is it <laughs> the first Noel? Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I listen that to Christmas is songs. Christian. Oh, I don't know. Like, oh, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm sorry. I just yeah. like, the mu- like I mean, all that music was written by Jews, anyways. It was not. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all. That's true. Yeah, it's all. It's a business. You know what I yeah. mean? Like Christmas music. Christmas is just a business. None of it. Jesus wasn't born in December. You might not even. Been <laughs> Jesus wasn't even born. You're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, he yeah. might not have. Been. I mean, who knows? It's, we can get into that talk later. But um, okay. don't believe what you hear. Uh, <laughs> so thank you so much. This oh, thanks for having me. Oh, great. So thanks. Please don't send me. Hate on Twitter. This is Mateo Lang. Oh wait, what about what about your podcast that we listen to, Inside the Closet, right? Talking to the mic. I have a podcast called Inside the Closet with Emma Willman. It's you amazing. Should, I, lots of uh, Liza Minnelli impressions and Barbara from Shark Tank impressions. And it's kind of like we're just supposed to be listening in on your conversations, right? That's how that's what you say on it. But it is yeah. what it is, and it is really interesting. And it's Thanks. like has a comedy mix, but I feel like you talk about everything. Yeah, we talk we talk about everything. So more of that stuff. More of that stuff. Thank right, you bye. so much, All right, Mateo. Bye, Mateo. See you later. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. He has to go to the He's doctor. It's dizzy. not contagious. Do not worry. <laughs> we're all. Infected. But we are also not touching that mic. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're not sitting in that chair anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Okay. okay, I have a new mic. Um, <laughs> and are you guys ready to jump right into the debate? Okay. Okay, so today's debate, the guys are going to hash out who is the greatest pop star of all time. So they're each going to have two minutes to make their case. 
Which one of you want to go first? Not me. Greg's going to go first. <laughs> what? Uh, so yeah, Greg's going to have Wait, two minutes so on the clock right like, now. Okay. Um, Greg, whenever you're ready. Okay. Ahead. I am ready. Uh, okay. So I think it is extremely important that... Is it two minutes started now? Go! Two minutes have started okay, now. Okay, It's really important that we're here because I think the best pop star of all time is Celine Marie Claudette Dion, okay? So she was the 14th person born of her siblings, the youngest one, so that is a miraculous birth in my opinion, and they stopped after her giving birth because they realized that she was going to take them out of poverty with her voice, okay? She has the best voice in the world. She has a three-octave range. It's a B2 to an E-flat-6. I don't know what that means, but I'm sure you do. <laughs> Mateo probably knows, too. Jennifer Hudson, Ariana Grande, Adele, and Frank Ocean have all said that she is their favorite singer. That is every corner of culture, okay, who thinks that she's their favorite singer. She is authentic in a world that craves authenticity. She has always just been herself. She's hilarious physical comedian. The way she slaps her chest, her head, whenever she hits a note is hilarious. And people make fun of her all the time because she has English as a second language, which is problematic. And honestly, she does, she handles it like a true comedian. She just laughs it off, okay? She's the best-selling uh, Canadian artist of all time. She is unproblematic unlike all of the other faves that we have, like Justin Timberlake, Fergie, they culture, uh, appropriate black culture. She has never done that. She's only just saying music that sounds like it's from the 90s and no, it's back the 90s, okay? <laughs> she also brought back Vegas. Everyone made fun of her for going to Vegas, but now it's like Mariah's in Vegas, Lady Gaga's in Vegas, Britney's in Vegas. Like, she started that. I don't even know who you're going to be choosing, but... <laughs> I'm yelling at you. She brought back Air Canada, okay? Oh my God. <laughs> failing airline, failing airline. She sings one song, it's like, that's how I got here. I got here on an Air Canada flight. <laughs> Amazing song. She is a fashion icon now. There's a New York brand called V Files, which is like super cool. And she wore an ironic t-shirt of like the Titanic sinking recently that was hilarious and went viral. Her Instagram, ever since Renee died, has been popping off. She is like- 10 seconds her, left. 30 seconds. Her most Ten recent photo. Seconds. Ten. 10 seconds? Okay, okay, okay. The Met Gala video where it looks like she just did shrooms. Hilarious. <laughs> she sold over 220 million albums, and I don't know much about French, but I know her French music is critically acclaimed, and I don't know what she's saying, but I bet it is very authentic. Thank you. Oh. Wow. Very passionate review. That was very passionate. Yeah. I think mine's going to be a little more subdued. Um... That's a little more me. Am I, am I ready to go anytime? Whenever you're ready. Okay, so I'm going to pick someone a little less conventional and a little less pandering to the audience of this city. Um, but I've actually chosen the Beach Boys. I, I know you may be saying, Mitch, like, that's not a gay icon. What are you thinking? But hear me out. So the Beach Boys love the beach, just like all the gays love the beach. We're all like, we gotta get our bodies ready for summer, we gotta get our tans. And Brian Wilson, who's the lead singer of the Beach Boys, also sings in falsetto his classic voice. He was actually ridiculed for how high his voice was for a long time and felt really insecure, but it became his signature sound. And so I think like truly he is the original gay icon. That's, that's a little much to say, I'm sorry. But, okay, but seriously, they are one of the most influential bands of all time. Uh, they combined so many styles of music. It inspired me in terms of like the vocal harmonies. They've had 80 hit singles, uh, 36 of which were in the top 40. Um, there was actually a study done on them, not on them, but on all bands. Over 50,000 musicians rated who they thought were the most influential bands on them, and the Beach Boys came sixth. 
in the in the words of the bare naked ladies, lying in bed just like Brian Wilson did. And so, like, since the bare naked ladies are the most legit band of all time, it's like they wrote a lyric about them. That's pretty cool. Um, but honestly, Paul McCartney also called "God Only Knows" the best song of all time. There was actually an amazing battle off between the Beach Boys and the Beatles in the '60s. So the Beach Boys were famous first, then the British Invasion happened, and the uh, Beach Boys were trying to innovate and out come out on top. And they actually did. They came back and had seconds. the number one single. Um, but there's also like a really dark past to Brian Wilson. He had like a lot of struggles with mental health. He went through schizophrenia. He said that he like the voices helped him write the music, but they also tormented him. So it's sort of a classic case of a story of a tormented artist who's still with us today, who still just recently worked on Janelle Monet's album or a track with her. Um, and yeah, I think that he's just uh, really seconds. inspiring in terms of influencing people. And I'm going to end early. <laughs> oh, I don't even have to ring the buzzer. Those are, that was some good vibrations, Mitch. Oh, oh, oh. thank you. Full it's circle. Good. I don't know. This is a bit of CanCon, Canadian content, but like that bare naked lady song makes a reference to Pavlov's dog in it. D no. Does it oh. Ring a bell and I'll salivate. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay, full so circle. we're gonna move into the rebuttal section. So this is really similar to how our podcast is in the booth, where basically the two of them just fight for twenty minutes. <laughs> but we're gonna shrink it down to four minutes. So whenever you guys are ready, you can debate it out. Okay, I think mm. the one thing I have to say is that I really am upset that you did not choose a woman. Because I think that we should be highlighting women, in, especially in the music industry, which is very much controlled by okay. men. Come for me right away. Well, I'm just disappointed. I'm not angry. Okay. I'm disappointed. If you're going to go there, I'm going to go straight to um, Celine Dion was 12 years old when her no. husband <laughs> started seeing her and he was 30. So, I don't know, that may not be her problem, but that's a problem, I think. Okay, so this is what I think, okay? They did, they waited until she was 18 to say anything, and I do not oh. think anything happened prior to that <laughs> legal point. And, let's say, what celebrity couple has ever stayed together, minus Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson? They all fall apart. It's called Susan's Stockholm Syndrome! No, no! <laughs> they were in love, they were in love, and they lasted until his death, and I think that is an amazing thing, because in Hollywood, it just rips you apart. I thought Susan Strandon and Tim Robbins were gonna do it, and they didn't. Now she's with, like, a 40-year-old and a, making a ping-pong franchise. <laughs> oh, yeah, she has some ping-pong restaurants in Toronto. Um, okay, here's what I think, though. Like, did Celine Dion ever write she wrote songs. seven of her songs. Seven of how many? Because, like, Brian Wilson, as an example, the lead singer of the Beach Boys, wrote maybe 300 songs. He was the first ever artist to write, produce, record, and arrange all his own music. They gave him full access to the studio. He used the studio as an instrument. And so I think, like, I, I, I'm not here to, like, bash Celine Dion. She is probably the best voice in the world. She's an amazing star, but... Oh, I thank you. I just don't know that she is like as influential in that way. And I know I wish I did pick a woman, but I'm picking from a more classic time and unfortunately sexism was... Exactly, that's what I think. It's like, yeah, he was probably given a studio because they were like, you can produce music. Celine Dion has written seven of her songs because once my mom came for me and made fun of Celine Dion and I looked this up. You had to look up. it up. <laughs> yeah. And I will say that it's like she wrote seven of her songs, but there are usually 14 other names on that list as well. But that <laughs> is an issue with the music industry, not with Celine Dion. And she r helped write songs for a famous French-Canadian musician named Marc Dupré. Two and songs. who's that? Oh, I don't like... know, but I, but, but I remember this was part of what I was trying to explain to my mom. Good, and okay. I think that her voice, she sings with an authenticity. You're right that maybe she isn't a singer-songwriter, but I'm talking about the best pop star. When she performs, she means it. Her voice is incredible. Two weeks after Renee died, she performed, and it was so emotional. And I just, 
you don't see that type of performance now. And we did actually see. We, I was, were you about to talk about when we saw I her? So, yeah. We are spiritually connected to <laughs> Celine Dion because we went to Las Vegas to see her concert, and Renee was dying, and we were checking Twitter all the time because we knew if he died, our flight would be not <laughs> worth it because she wouldn't perform. We were trying to she, figure out if we should cancel or rebook or what. Yeah. She performed for us, and two days later, Renee died. Yeah. So she it was her wa- last Renee performance. waited for us to see her, and I think from a like relationship <laughs> standpoint. That is like a really beautiful thing. Is this is this a beautiful thing? It is a beautiful. Oh yeah, no, that's so sad. Like you're really. You said that they had Stockholm syndrome. Okay, it was true love. You know, it's true left. love. It was true love. Um, but do you also remember when Celine Dion betrayed Canada and went on Eurovision representing Switzerland? Okay. <laughs> 1988, the year that we were born. That is true, but Canada is not in Europe, so she had uh, no. Yeah. She wouldn't have been able. She to should go. have at least been on stage and been like, "I'm actually from Canada." Bye. <laughs> She won, though. She did win, And she was yeah. singing French. Oh, was she? I don't know. her French albums, I'm not going to say it again, critically acclaimed. <laughs> I know I know. people make fun of her, but I... Give I, me a lyric. On a change pas. More than one word. On a custule juste. I don't know. Where are they going? I think I just said orange juice. But I don't... Again, that's what I mean. I don't know what she's saying, but it's so beautiful, and I know the French the French critics, they were just, you know... 15 seconds. Okay, my last point is... I agree that she feels her lyrics, she loves the words, but she didn't write them, right? So I think that a band or an artist who actually can write their music, and those are literally the words they're trying to impart in the world and maybe change the but world. But Brian Wilson can no longer write his songs, as we know, and Celine has a new album because coming out, and she said it's going to be different. <laughs> she said it's going to be different. Okay. Maybe right. she wrote them I all. I think the buzzer went off. <laughs> Okay, very good. Good job, I'm guys. Sweating. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, let's see the. You... No. <laughs> oh, should I show my shirt? Yeah, Greg oh, has yeah. another shirt on. It's not good for the podcast, but I have a hard rock Celine Dion shirt on. It's corn inspired Celine it's Dion. It's kind of like corn and Britney Spears, but corn and Celine Dion. Yeah. yeah. I'm always make, keeping them guessing. Is he gay? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Okay, so we're going to wrap this debate up, but finally, what we're going to do is you guys claim to be these super fans, but I'm going to give you a little trivia question to see how big of fans you really are. Uh, I don't okay? know. <laughs> so, starting with Greg. Okay, I, I can do this. I'm, I can do you this. You are, yeah, you're a stand stand. All right. Celine will frequently sing in English and French. Yes, we know, yes. But <laughs> what other three languages has she performed okay, in? Okay, she has a song with Andrea Bocelli, so. <laughs> Latin. Ita- Latin. Italian. Italian. <laughs> Italian. Italian, which is based on Latin. Um, okay, Italian, Spanish, Spanish, and I'm gonna go for uh, you know I, I really think, like I when I see her face I see Dutch. Dutch? <laughs> no, maybe like German. Okay, so this generic trivia website that I gathered this information from said Spanish. Got German Got, oh. and Japanese. Oh, oh Japanese. which is huge in Japan. That's another one of my things. <laughs> East okay. Asia, huge, internationally huge. <laughs> no, she actually is. That's true. Yeah. All right, Mitch. <laughs> okay, I don't. Okay, we're gonna see how this goes. So obviously the Beach Boys are from California. Yeah. But what city did uh, they originate in? Oh, does anyone here know any phone <laughs> friend? That is not the game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. I could only name really one California city. <laughs> no. Um, what about like uh, Malibu? Is that a city? Ooh, ooh, good guess. What? Not the answer. <laughs> it is Hawthorne. Hawthorne, Hawthorne. is a city. Duh, Mitch. Oh, what? Where's that? Uh, just west of San Jose. <laughs> 
Okay. I'm kidding. I don't know. All right, Greg. Celine announced her relationship with her manager in the dedication section of which album? Of which? Uh, unison. No, it's French. Unison. <laughs> unison. <laughs> it's the color of my love because he is the color of her love. Oh, oh. that's even after unison. Wait, we can't say all of that. We've already been through this. It's weird. <laughs> and it's sad because unison's before that because she was still too young. Oh. Again, I'm not giving you more points for your debate, but okay. Dang it. That's the one with Power of Love, one of the best songs of all time. <laughs> Mitch, of the five Beach Boys, three of them are brothers. Correct. Name the two who are not brothers. Ugh, see, I'm not that big a fan <laughs> of the Beach Boys. I just thought it was cool to pick them. And um, Frank and John. Frank and John. Give it up for Frank and John, everybody. <laughs> Wait, is that the answer? It's Mike and Al. Oh, okay, I was like, oh my god, I was like, Sloop John B, that's what I guess, John. I was like, oh my god, were you playing us? <laughs> no. Okay, okay, okay. It's like I could have just looked at their Wikipedia page for that. Yeah. And I didn't. <laughs> okay, so the first album you bought, Greg, was Corn. Yeah. Uh, and Britney Spears. Yes, of course. <laughs> but what was the first album Celine ever bought? Okay, I know that she wanted to become a pop star because of seeing Michael Jackson <laughs> live. And so I'm going to say Michael Jackson. It is not Michael Jackson, but it is another pop icon, Motown icon, Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Wonder. Oh. And they performed together. Yeah, Talking Book. That was the album. Oh, man, I'm so embarrassed. We're just not <laughs> we're in Montreal and everything. Yeah. I thought you were going to ask me if she had a steak in the restaurant chain Nichols, and she did, but now she doesn't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I, okay, uh, all right. This is the final question. Okay. Mitch. The Beach Boys were the first American rock group to play in a communist country in 1968. What country did they perform in? Oh, do you know world history? Um, I feel like this is leading me down the path to say China, but I'm not going to. I'm going to say Cuba. Cuba. It is Czechoslovakia, oh. the now dissolved country as of 1992. Oh, that's so a that trick question. <laughs> <laughs> that's why, that's why. <laughs> that's why I didn't so know. So that it. wraps up our trivia. So what we're going to do is by applause, we are going to see who the Ooh. winner is. So give a hearty round of the applause if you think Celine Dion is the greatest <laughs> pop star of all time. Uh-oh. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Do I have to a show lot of my support, belly for A mine? lot of support. <laughs> all right. Show Give them. it up if you love the Beach Boys. <laughs> Great. Oh, is it cheating if I cheer? Okay, okay, okay. We got, we got support for both, support by both. But I think... <laughs> I think I might have won because I pandered a little bit. We're you, you wore a second shirt under your first shirt. <laughs> and you flashed the audience. So, perhaps. So, congratulations to Greg for Yay, Celine Dion. Celine, thank you. All right, okay, well, that's it. That's it. We want to thank you guys for coming thank up you so for much. Thank you first live podcast. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. We'll be around to say hi if you want to, but yeah. And thank we're going to release this on when you're yeah, hearing so this. So you can be, like, be like, there's my laugh, there's my yeah. laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a really special moment, for sure. Thank um, you so much. Yeah. And Celine Dion is here! No, just <laughs> <laughs> I would not have been able to keep my goal. All right, see you later, thank guys. You. SLFM on Dwarf, the Side Note podcast is gonna. Oh, <laughs> sorry.
sorry. I forgot that this was an English podcast. See, um, I actually went to Montreal once. And so sometimes I get confused with my languages. Uh, so just kidding. That wasn't French. Please don't tell anyone that I did that. And we really hope that you enjoyed our first ever live side note podcast. We were so nervous, but... I mean, we're pretty happy with how he turned out, how he, how it, it wasn't gendered. It was a podcast. Thank you. Um, how it turned out. Let us know what you think using the hashtag side note podcast. We check it all the time. We love hearing from you. Let us know where you live. Cause you know, maybe we'll take the show on the road and maybe we should come to a city near you. Uh, so make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you've liked this podcast. Make sure you've given it all the stars you can. Left a comment so that algorithm picks it up. And you'll be hearing from us next week with a new episode. Uh, we love you so much from the bottom of our hearts. And thank you, of course, to Celine Dion. Okay? <laughs> Au revoir. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.